warning, this show uses explicit language and adult topics. And just in case you needed the reminder, you are about to hear a comedy show, or at least an attempt at one. So without further ado and further introductions, let's get disappointing. Well, if you don't like my show, don't curse your radio, you know that no one likes my company anyway. But if you listen closely and talk intelligently, then maybe you can be a disappointment. Please enjoy your first culture shock. It's uh, Jonathan, what can, what can I say? I don't know. Like, yes, you're a funny individual, but you're also someone that you can go very deep with. And you were one of my first friends that really recognized a lot of older, older country music that I really liked. And you also liked Dallas, and that meant a lot to me. So these songs are dedicated all to you, not to anybody else. And I'll make a pun with each. But I thought, why not? Because, you know, I like the music, and I think you will too. Um, I'm going to sing one for you, so please enjoy the Wurlitzer Prize by Waylon Jennings and Brighton Jones. Waylon, let's show them a thing or two on how to sing. Let's do it. I'm not here to forget you. I'm here to recall. The things we used to say and do I don't want to get over you I don't want to get over you I haunt the same places that we used to go Alone at a table for two I don't want to get over you I don't want to get over they ought to give me the word of surprise For all the silver I let slide down the slot Playing those songs so blue Help me remember you And I don't want to get over you Same old song, I'm missing you through and through. I don't wanna get over you. I don't wanna get over you. They ought to give me the word of surprise. For all the silver I let slide down the slot. Playing those songs, some blue. Help me remember you Cause I don't want to get over you I don't want to get over you No, I don't want to get over you Jonathan, I hope you like that song because it's one of my favorites. Um, what more can I say than every uh, song henceforth is dedicated to you? And we'll start the fucking show off with the first song on Jamie Johnson's album. Uh, I believe this, uh, the album name is Guitar Song. Yeah, that's right. And I didn't want to quote the wrong one because Jamie Johnson is a fucking amazing artist. And I know that, you know, Jonathan likes him too. So Jonathan, enjoy Lonely at the Top. It's the first song on the album. It just It's something I had heard you always say in high school sometimes and on the golf course when we were talking shit. You know, be like, why do you do this? Hey, buddy, it's lonely at the top. So, buddy, this one's to you because you know what? It is lonely being at the top. Please enjoy. Mm-hmm. 
was pouring out my troubles to a stranger in a bar about the problems and the pressures on a country music star half bragging half complaining about the money and the fame and just how lonely life can be when you've made yourself a name I said would you like a drink he said thanks I'll have a double I've worked up a powerful thirst just listening to all your troubles and while he makes that drink I'll smoke one if you got it it might be lonely at the top but it's a bitch at the bottom next song Jonathan I know I uh, just came in out of nowhere like that because you know I, I really had to solidify my decision making and which way to put these songs but uh listen I love New South Wales it's by Jason Isabel it's off Southeastern uh to quote the album so you can look it up yourselves uh it's just again Jamie Johnson Jason Isabel and then I'm actually going to play a third artist for this first culture shock because there's that much music buddy because that that's how much music I needed to define you because you're all over the place I just wanted this first burst to be people that are young and alive and doing stuff now. So please enjoy Jason Isabel in New South Wales. And Jonathan, we're not done yet. Here we sit Across the table from each other Thousand miles from both our mothers Barely old enough to rust Here we sit Pretending both our hearts are anchored 
Taking candy from these strangers meant to be so in the dust. And here we sit, singing words nobody taught us. Drinking fire and spitting sawdust, trying to teach ourselves to breathe. We haven't yet. But every chorus brings us closer. Every flyer and every poster gives a piece of what we need. And the sand that they call cocaine cost you twice as much as gold. You'd be better off to drink your coffee black. But I swear the land it'll listen to the stories that we told. God bless the busted boat that brings us back. Only lessons never learned And I'd had enough About a month ago tomorrow Pardon holds no trace of sorrow For the bitter and the burn And the piss they call tequila Even waving wouldn't drink Well I'd rather sip this Listerine I pay I swear we've never seen a better place to sit and think God bless the busted ship that brings us back Jonathan, that was for you. Um, listen, I literally wanted to do two, two, two songs, but there was just like technically four on this first one because I sang one. But it's, but there's just so much music that me and Jonathan like old style wise and that he listens to now and respects. And I mean, God damn it. He has a Waylon tattoo. So like, I know he understands because that's something I want to get at some point. So like, I don't know. Um, d- Jonathan, this next song is by Dallas because you were actually one of the first people ever to like, kn- like be like, who is that? And then you looked him up, and then you were like, oh my god, I love everything that he's made. And I'm like, yeah, he's pretty great. 
Um, I didn't appreciate him as much when I was a kid, like the stylings, because as a kid, you don't have a, I don't want to say 10 ear for it, but like, it's one of those things you have to like time, you know, creates it. I think that's why they call it a 10 ear because it's an aging copper. I'm going off track. Listen, this is shoot out the lights because Jonathan, um, he shoots out the lights everywhere he goes. He fucking is a big individual, not fat, but that means energy. Like he just comes in the door and he can take charge. And I love that about him. So Jonathan, this is for you because I know you also can shoot out the lights. Please enjoy. I've been out of town I've been down to stems and seeds And my very last dime I've been hungry for knowledge I've been thirsting for the truth I squandered all my love My money, time, and youth I've been chasing down demons I've been trying to serve my Lord I've got my plastic Jesus mounted up on my dashboard I know when to pick my battles I don't lose too many fights Lord, I'm like a highway hillion When I shoot out the light, shoot out the light Shoot out the light Said all those seven seas, I kept blowing down the road. So JJ Kale called me the breeze, and I'm quick with a trigger and my pearl handle grip. And I keep my hand steady when the whiskey hits my lips. And I always deal in danger, I sometimes deal in death. No, I don't mind the long white line, but I can't stand that myth. Ain't no good gonna come in the heat of the night. You don't know what's gonna happen When I shoot out the light, shoot out the light Shoot out the light You don't know what's gonna happen When I shoot out the light proud mother nature she's a beauty but she's sure pissed off right now and i've been around forever i'm the new kid on the block and i sold my soul for rock and roll but jesus is my rock and i've done so many wrong that i turned out all right and i'll be sinning to salvation when i shoot out the light shoot out the light I'll be 
So you don't even have to stand up when you talk. But oh, like, yeah, it'll pick up the whole room. That's why we have to turn the AC off and the fan and like everything else. But like, it is nice to do the show from the living room. Yeah, no, this is the show. Yeah, yeah, this is the show. No, you're 100 right. No, we're not practicing. This. No, we first take one cut, only one attempt. Okay, let's roll. Um, but yeah, so this is the show. Uh, like you, like I was telling you, we've had many individuals from the golf team come on. Dawson will be before this. Logan's will be before this. Brian was funny as fuck because Brian shit talked Logan a little bit. Oh, I'm on road. I'm. Well, I say that like in, <laughs> in a funny way, but Logan, but Brian meant it. He was like, Logan's a little bit of a douchebag, and I was like, well, he's like, no, there's no well. He's a little bit of a douchebag in the golf course, and I was like, well, I'm not here to say here or there, but I love the guy, and he was on the show regardless, so you can say what you like because at the end of the day, you're both on it, so fucking have at it. Um. So you fucking can it'll be a, it'll be an extremely long time before this episode airs. So like G, fucking you just showed us the music video. It looks fucking phenomenal. What was your favorite part of filming it? Like tell John somebody who wasn't there. Like what was your favorite? Like seeing the cars line up, I was like this looks professional as fuck. So like what would you label as your favorite part of that whole day? The fact that everyone showed the fuck up on time. Uh, that's funny. The I think one of the cars were a little late. Mm, I mean, it's the fact that people showed up just because in general it was supposed to rain that whole day and everyone was not showing up after I had told them that if it rained, I'm going to cancel it at 2 p.m. But instead, it was a really good day and motherfuckers showed up late. It but looked like it was going to rain. Yeah, but and, and, but here's the thing. If I say it's not going to rain, it's not going to rain. <laughs> and so right. it didn't rain. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, there's that 5%. And then look look, look, look what happened. Y'all we see, did 95. Every, everyone, stressed, everyone stressed me the fuck out to the point to where I was kind of like shaking up on set. But then other than that, when everyone showed up, I realized that. All yeah, the tears. Yeah, it's Bro. ready to go. So then that's when I took control of the situation and I made a dope. I love seeing you in manager mode. I'm like, I mean, go here, do I that, do that. It. I thought it was pretty awesome. Yeah, when he came in, he was on the phone and you were like, look at Mr. Businessman over here. I was like, that's Mr. Money. It's just, well, I'm, well, like, I'm not because I'm actually into <laughs> work and it fucking sucks because I hate my job because it's a <laughs> program like The Matrix. That's but, funny as shit. But other than that, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just working hard. Dude, who 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 came up with the dollar bill? I did. On the fucking fishing pole. That was the funniest part of the whole day to me. I can't. Seeing him that. fucking like rap the lyrics, fucking go out with the dollars, zooming in and fucking it was just funny as shit to see like him play with that dollar for like four minutes. Yeah, I came up with the concept. I came up with the whole concept. I love that. Land. I produced the whole video. I thought it looked pretty damn good. I yeah, just him being a bystander who likes it. That should make you feel somewhat. Well, no, I will like, like, I appreciate that. Thank you. 
Because he has know. no, you know, input. Because he wasn't there. Well, like, just seeing yeah. it as that. He's well, like, that's well, he actually saw an unreleased video that's about to be seen by thousands of people. So yeah, I'll share. I appreciate that, Johnny. <laughs> I appreciate that, Will. When, uh, you'll have to listen to his episode. when Because it, it'll post before yours also. Um, right. But fucking... So, my favorite part of that whole day was the just in-between moments where you're fucking, like, waiting with two dudes, like, holding your collar with, like, a gun to your head. And you're just like, so when's the orgy start? And they're like, what? And it's like, oh, is that next week? Sorry, guys, the, the orgy's next oh, week. Oh, wrong shot. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, sorry, I get tied up to a lot of trees. That's my bad. I thought this was the right location. <laughs> um, but, like, it was just, they were all very nice. I didn't know if you were, like, close with all of them. Or you um, were just... Nah, they all clients. Okay. Well, they were all very nice. And, like, they were all very... At least I like, hope everyone is nice on my set. Because if you're not... If you're not, you're all... Yeah, you're, you're off my set. Get the fuck I'll say who was really nice. The girl whose land we were on. Yeah, big shout out to Haley. Yeah, she was... She was really funny because when... They, so, they were tying me up to the tree. And he's like, dude, this is a really good picture moment. Everybody get around bright and they tied up to the tree. So, they all square up. And they're like, who should hold the fake brick of coke? And then the rapper was like, oh, me, because it's my video. And then the girl was like, well, and they're like, whoa, whoa, what? And she was like, well, it's my land, and I helped do it, so I feel like I should do it. And we're like, fuck yeah! So we let her have it. She was fucking positive. We were like, fuck yeah, you can hold it. What do you mean? Like, there's absolutely no issue. Where was that shot at? Her land. Just Which is, well, it's really her father. It was really her father. It was like 45 minutes away. That's I mean, it was like Springfield. That's not 45. It's 25 for me. From here, where we're recording, it's 45-ish. Ish. Ish. Damn. <laughs> Depending on how fast I drive and how... I was going to say, it's only 25 from where I'm from. I'm <laughs> 10 away from here, so that should be 30. No, I guess that's true. Maybe I just drive like a grandma. And also, I also passed it once trying to find it. Because I remember you were like, don't pull into the house. Well, what's crazy is that, what's crazy about that, again, I sent I sent out a map that showed you where With to With a PowerPoint. Fuck. With instructions. That shows you where to pull into it. It was pretty, he was like, like read all it, this. It's pretty detailed. I, told I, was like, everyone, I was like, damn, this looks funny. Right, see, see, that's, yeah. what, see, that's what's crazy is that, like, like that's really part of the business. I make... I, I, I give people detailed instructions and motherfuckers still showed up late. They still was Where do I go? Not knowing what yeah, not knowing I'm not gonna lie though. Annoying. When I was so, so I came in from together. the other side. So I was coming in from like where I would see where you're supposed I'm, to pull I mean in that's first. fair, that's fair. And that's when I'm fair. driving by I saw you literally you like for like out of the corner of my eye like a second. Yeah. And it was just enough to be like, oh shit, that's where he is. Okay, so I got to pull in that place. Yeah. So I literally just turned around and I just, I just yeah, no longer call. needed yeah, you it. Because I literally him. saw you. I was like, fuck, there he is. So yeah. like, I pulled in and I was like, I'm here. Like, I did it. Yeah, nah, I'd be, yeah, we'd be killing it. <laughs> yeah, we um, killed that video. That video is amazing. And plus, like, I think the, the, like, the song was pretty nice. The song is dope. It's one of his best songs. Shout out my boy, Ace Bang. Is that what his rap name is? I, he, he, I asked him a funny question. I was yeah, like, so who do you think the best rapper is? And he was like, me? And I was like, okay, who do you think the best rapper is that's not you? And he's like, Psh, I don't know if there is one. And I was like, damn it, dude, just answer the question. He's like, well, who's your favorite rapper? I was like, probably Method Man. Because he's been on Biggie albums, he's been on Tupac albums, he has his own career, he did all the shit with the Wu-Tang Clan. He's like, damn, you've done your research. And I was like, well, I'm not just out here asking questions I don't know how to answer. Mm-hmm. like an asshole. That's what this show is for. So what do you think about space? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> space, space. The government put up a bunch of discs up there to make us look like night, but it's always day, forever. There's lanterns in the, the sun sky. Doesn't, the sun doesn't go anywhere. There's lanterns in the sky from other person's room. <laughs> um, I think 
one of the best things about the whole music video shoot was the first take you did when you were like, so basically, I'm going to do a countdown, and everybody needs to shut the fuck up when I say ready, and I was just like, I was so fun that, like, I had to take everything not to laugh out loud, but I was just like, that was fucking hilariously so amazing. Gotta do it the because everyone was talking, and people want to talk on set, and, yeah. and it's time to get serious, and the thing is, they were already late, we were fighting the rain and you know i had to get people's attention and be serious but everyone cooperated very well everyone acted very mature because everyone respected me and i would greatly appreciate that because again in the end we created because you're the director well i mean yeah and at the same time well at the same time i'm getting paid to work here and it's like you guys all have volunteered and i appreciate everyone's ability to come out and help out right i think it was fun to do just for the fun of it like, you were like, well, you know, I can't pay you. And I was like, I didn't assume you'd pay me. Like, this is just fun to fucking be in. Because, like, I think at the end of the day, the real comics of the world just want to do funny things to do funny things. And then you start making money once you're really having fun. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I do the show. Like, I'm not going to charge for this. But it's still, like, nice to sit and talk with friends. You know what I mean? And I and that was, like, how I felt at your fucking shoot. It felt like it was very, like, you know, homey vibe. Like, oh, Everyone's friends here. Yeah. It felt like you all knew each like, other. Like I even offered to buy food and drinks, but everyone already came so blowed out of their mind and already <laughs> ate that like you yeah. know they just they were ready to go eat afterwards. So I was just like, all right, go ahead. Like I don't need to buy food. I so appreciate so it. this was my first like I did get water though. I mean, they ate, they drank them. They drank the shit out. It was hot. Yeah, they drank the shit out of them. Because everyone was like kind of like nice clothes with the weather, like to stay kind of cool. But I'm standing there in fucking like. Flannel shirt taped up. Yeah, and I'm like, oh fuck, I am sweating, <laughs> and I'm like, realizing like this was my like I had done like little films and music videos like through high school, Just a little bullshit bit like of that. that yeah, done. but this was my first like thing for somebody else that was you know not my idea originally, and that's why I was like, well, I really want to do well. So I showed up with like fuck like four different shirts, bunch of jackets, shoes, and I'm like. What should I wear? And at first I came out in a white Mr. Rogers t-shirt. And it was funny, but I was like, well, hold on, let me try this. And I put a Bob Ross black shirt on with the flannel. I was like, is this funny? And he goes, that looks a little better. And then I put the pink pot socks on with the British flag shoes. Mm-hmm. And I think just the, the hilarity of all the he different... Looked, yeah, because he looked like... Cause he looks like a guy just rolled out a bed. Goddamn undercover cop. Like, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this much. When you're watching the music video, you feel like you're watching... A super bad skit. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, supposed to be that. Yeah, like, I, I hope people, when they watch it, they're not taking it serious. They realize what you're going for. I'm going for, like, I'm going for, like, very looking well shot, very well shot, like, video, but comedy. Kind of, like, yeah. comedic value. Yes. Because music, because the music is serious, but it's comedic. Like, uh, debate. like, if you just stop looking at the video, the song's hard. Yeah, as soon as you tune in, it's something that's it's, it's entertaining. It's There's a story there. It's, it's entertaining, yeah. And like, yeah, that's what I was going for. So like, if you are amused, if you laugh at it, if you think it's serious, I it's how. If it's you get any of that from it, we succeeded. Yeah, it's it's up for your interpretation. Yeah. And so that's why. You should, I there's like a little bit of like film festivals around Ohio that do like you know if you make a music video or stuff like that like. No, I would not definitely put that in a film. Festival. You would put that in like a film. Fuck no. I would make a film. I would make a film because I have stuff. You do like to make movies too. I haven't made a movie yet. I haven't made a passion. You made little films. I don't know. 
like the zombie style. Oh yeah, I made those, but those were like my high school pieces. If I was to but make those were cool, stuff, you showed me that stuff, and I was like, this is dope. Yeah, those are dope. But I mean, like, if I was to do high school pieces, like, nah, I, I, if I was to go to a film festival now, I'm definitely gonna pull out all the stops. Yeah, yeah. make a movie or something. Dude, I got stunt drivers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I start, I got stunt drivers on 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 call. Like, I'll mess around and make a getaway movie and have one of my stunt drivers like. I'll call up my boy Hunter right now and be like, look, bro, um, I need you to be a stunt driver in this movie. He'd be like, what are you talking about? I'd be like, well, I'm shooting a short film about a dude who's going to rob someplace. You're just going to act like he's a stunt driver. And literally, he will. I will take him to a course. He will whip it, and sure. I will have a dude follow him, and yeah. I will get it to where it's like I was stunt. I can't stunt, yeah. Can you? Yeah. You also do, like, heavy equipment and stuff like that, which is a shout I wish I had. I do that every once in a while. I don't do it very often. But, like, the fact that you know Wait, like, you can hop on you have the skill. And, like, that's not a drift. What? You got a drift? Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, did it, I did it in my truck yesterday. Man, I'll tell you what funny story. Uh, one of my things that always resonates when I think about Jonathan. I was in high school, and it was the first day of summer of, I believe, our either junior or senior year. It might have been junior year. And I was like, fuck, what do we do? And we were just like, now a golf team together. All of us can drive. sophomore, then. It might have been sophomore year, but like we were, it was so ecstatic to be together, so we all fucking went to McDonald's and we we're like, "What else should we do?" And then someone had suggested money, and we were just so happened by a secret money spot that Jonathan knew about. Mm-hmm. We're like, "Well, I guess." And Isaac was like, "Fuck yeah, it's my Jeep. Who gives a shit?" So he fucking we go back there, and you take a turn to drive. Logan drove, and I believe who else was there? Brian drove, and then I was the only person that didn't drive because I was like, if the car breaks. Technically, I'm still not liable because my hands have yet to touch this goddamn wheel. But but I'm still you know I'll die in there with you. You know I think it's hilarious to fucking like fucking we'll do that part. But I just won't be the person like manipulating the vehicle. And it was funny as shit because by the everyone was like kind of taking it easy, and then Jonathan took his turn of money. And it was a lot more aggressive. Driving like you stole it. And yeah, exactly. And you, and by the end of it, he was like, "Whoa, it's moving a little different." So they open up the fucking hood, and the engine is completely covered in mud. By this point, I'm like, "Oh, so you ruined the vehicle? It's totally ruined." Because I don't know fucking cars. And Jonathan, oh, Jesse was there too. Yeah. Because Jonathan and Jesse were like, "Oh, well, we'll just go take it to the fucking barn and power wash the engine." And I'm like, "What do you mean power wash the engine?" He goes, "Yeah, you can power wash an engine." I was like, "I." Don't know if that's true or not, but you sound good. pretty damn confident. And it worked. So, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I can tell you how many times I've watched that old Jeep of his fucking hide him. Hide, hide, hide him, humor. Uh, I had to pull him out one time. Oh, my God. He's buried in his field. Oh, you tell me about that. Uh, didn't, like, a car come pull out and that got stuck? Jesse's big old truck. Then. Yeah, it got stuck. And, and then I had, both my, out. I had my Jeep, and I just... Did it. <laughs> no problem. Have you ever had like any serious car troubles like that before? Like get stuck somewhere? Like. Yeah, I have a story about this one time that I told my ex. Like I was like, yeah, I don't want to stay tonight because it's supposed to snow really bad, and if I park right here, I know my car's gonna get stuck. Right. Lo and behold, she thought I was about to cheat on her, and she started bitching at me. And then I had to, <laughs> I had to stay the night, and then my car got fucking stuck. And, and you're like, hey, look what the fuck happened. That's yeah. the way it goes. Yeah, and I was so, so she fucking goes. Bro. Yeah, and then and then like I throw a big bitch fit because it's like, bro, I gotta get to my job. I gotta get to my job. <laughs> and like, here's a catch. My job is now 35 minutes away, and it's still snowing pretty damn bad too. So I already got. You know, because see, that's like program brain, and that's like the way I was back yeah. then. Yeah. But that's like, but it's like literally, yeah, I was just pissed. 
It took three dumpster dudes of me to push that bitch out. <laughs> oh my god. So like, a good thing for the dumpster. Me and three dumpster dudes. Yeah, yeah. No, so really. Guys, like, like they come dumpster. <laughs> no, they just fucking trash dudes. They're trash dudes. Yeah. Just go by you're like fuck yeah. And they're big and they're big man. fucking brutes. You probably saw you like fuck yeah. This has to happen now. And they pushed it out. Yeah, and I was like thank god. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, and then ever since then I was just like. Not spending the night anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Facts. That's funny as fuck. Do you have any good car stuck stories like that? Like, were your stuck? Yeah. Uh, I'm a. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'm No, sorry. you're good. Oh, you have to leave. Yeah, I, mean, I had to leave because I'm 35. No, you're totally good. We were going to get your exiting on the mic. Thank you for stopping by. Uh, no problem. G Visuals Media Rangers Only 2020. <laughs> and this has been In Chair 2, our guest. Uh, you can let yourself out, and we'll just continue going until we yeah, 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 yeah. See you, baby. See ya. Um, so tell me your story of like getting stuck or what. Well, it was uh, me, Logan, and Carson. I, I, if I can remember right. What grade? Oh, it was at a party. Okay. So. So you know, easily high school. Yeah, it was. I don't know, sophomore year. Okay. And uh, I decided to take the jeep out for a little ride around with my mother. Yeah. And uh, I go through this big old mud hole and I bury it. Oh fuck! I couldn't even open the door, <laughs> and I ended up getting it out. I told her, I said, I think I can make it again. <laughs> we buried it worse. We couldn't. Oh goddamn it! So I had to call my buddy out at a party, and he was just about turning his phone off to go to sleep. Just and in the nick of time, you called. Just barely called him, and I couldn't even function, so I had to have somebody else call him. We ended up getting out of that thing, and I woke up the next morning, and the thing was parked in the field still. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's, That's about what... it. I mean, you asked Logan. He probably has a better story than me. Like, you're pretty good with vehicles, so I can't imagine you getting stuck Yeah. somewhere. Like, I can see you always making out of it. I definitely know. wasn't expecting it to be <laughs> as bad as it was. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. Then, um, then I blew up the thing I was driving like the next week. So the story I was going to bring up first when I forgot to bring it up immediately is when we were playing baseball together on – so this – we were young because we were still playing on the smaller fields. Yeah, by my house. Yeah, yeah, the one by your house. And I remember, like, we had started practice. It was going on for a minute, and you're still not there. And I can see the pissed off in George's face because he's like, where the fuck is Jonathan? And we're like, I don't know. And eventually he's like, where the fuck is Jonathan? He lives right in the fuck there. Someone go fucking knock on his door. Well, sure enough, like 20 minutes later, somebody knocks on your door and you don't answer. And we're like, what the fuck? And then like 10 more minutes go by and we see you fucking coming from now Logan's house direction. So like totally opposite other end of the field. And we're like, what the fuck is with him? It's like, is that a dog? And there's this big-ass black dog with you. Oh, yeah, And you fucking bring it onto the field. Just like, what the fuck? And he's like, I found this dog. Like, get it the fuck out of here. And then you left, and I don't remember you coming back to practice. Yeah. Whenever I think of Jonathan, that's the first thing that pops into my head. I'm like, that. Back when I played baseball like that with you guys, you know, I never, I just did my own thing. <laughs> but, like, and, uh, to a degree, that's why I respect you so much. Because you always seem like you were in your own lane. And you never, you never, ever let anybody get a nick in the armor. Ever. Nope. And I fucking love I that. Just... 
do my thing. Don't yeah. let that bother me. Do you like how cool your shirt looks on the yeah, fucking Yeah, I was about to mention it earlier. <laughs> I was waiting for him to leave. Be like, so normally everybody, we do the fucking show in my room, as you know. But today we thought, I thought I'd do it in the living room so we could sprawl out, have the cool trippy lights, and have Dane DeVito smiling at us. Because also your shirt looked cool as shit. So I was like, well, the neon might make that look and fucking no, pop. I changed it just for you before I came here. <laughs> but, um, so this is the first episode since my tattoo. I literally got it today, Looking hours before this fucking recording. Looking great. Thank you so much. I literally got a text from my dad. It was like, are you home? And he, I'm pretty sure he's fucking saw the tattoo eventually. He's willing to talk shit about it. Because in the photo, I scrunched it so it looks uneven. But when you yeah. put your it arm out, like it looks totally fine. Yeah. I scrunched it so you could actually read all of the fucking words yeah. in the photo. So your muscles bigger. So I, can't, I don't even want to take that phone call yet because <laughs> I know. And, he, and this isn't going to come out for weeks, but he's going to hear it and be like, God damn him. God damn it, fucking hillbilly. No, I'm lying. He doesn't listen to this fucking show. I'd like him to listen to the show. I mean, like, you should at least listen to Hoover's episode. Yeah, that was great. He's like, mm, I'm good. I was like, mm, that's all right. Well, that's fitting. Yeah, Hoover's cooler than him. <laughs> Hoover told some damn good stories though, and they yeah, were funny as fuck. And they also like, he was just like, I asked Dallas to come on. He said he would. I said really? Time. I was laughing my ass off listening to that Hoover episode, and my coworker comes. Up, you're not supposed to laugh by yourself. Like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> it looks worrisome when you're like, ha ha ha! What the fuck? Did you have like a specific moment of the episode you liked? Just remember just telling stories and shit. I was like, man, hey, and that Schaefer guy? Yeah, what about that, that story? I know that guy. Does he really have a half dick? I don't know about the half dick, but he's definitely... But isn't that crazy? Yeah. Because Dave was like, dude, he has half a cock. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, that's why he's crazy, because he has half a cock. And now when he said it, I was like, is it cut open like the fucking Demogorgon? Uh, or is hey. it fucking a half, like the tip One of the One thing I know about them shapers is half a dick still a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. So, are you going to be at the wedding on the 20th? Yeah, I'm in it. You're in it? Yeah. Are you one of the groomsmen? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Logan's best man, right? I know, I've been giving him shit. I want to hear what his speech is. I want to hear his speech. I want to hear his speech. I was like, let me help you write your speech. He goes, no, I might wing it. I'm like, don't wing it. The only thing I'm doing is I'm going to look it up on Google, a best man's speech, and then just add in names. That's oh my god. I'm be like, do. Carson, Shania, insert great speech here. Yep. And then by the end of it, you'll be like, well. Everybody crying, like, holy shit. Oh, wow. I'm like, yes, I wrote that. Yes, I did this. <laughs> wrote that right before a wedding. By the time they hear us, they'll be long married. Yeah, Hopefully having married. no marital problems. <laughs> like many young couples, sadly. Um, <laughs> do you think, because I think it's fine to talk about, because obviously we love them, we're going to go to their wedding, we support what they're doing, but do you agree that a lot of young people are getting married and maybe shouldn't? Be? Yeah, but um, I think that they're a good couple. Right. I, I thought you were gonna get married before long with that one girl with that little kid. I ain't getting no fucking married. I remember you with that girl for a long time with the kids. I was kids. Six and months. I remember, I know, but it felt like a while because yeah. you were always doing like family looking shit. And I remember, I don't remember who I was, I was talking daddy. to, I was but daddy. it was definitely a female. It might have been Chloe Waddle, but somebody had said like, "Damn, Dad, Jonathan definitely looks like Dad material now." After that. People definitely saw the get dad. <laughs> Someone told me that you had hilariously hit up Bree and been like, um, oh, do you need a baby daddy? <laughs> I thought that was funny as Every fuck. girl, don't matter if she's pregnant or not, I say that. It don't matter. <sighs> I love being stepdaddy. Uh, why? <laughs> it's just easy. <laughs> okay. You don't have the responsibilities as a real dad. 
happened, you could step up and be the same hero. <laughs> hey, come here, you little bastard. <laughs> yeah. I care for you. Yeah. I didn't make you, so that should make me yeah. more valuable. So to I you. can leave whenever. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. That's amazing. Um, <clears throat> do you think there is anything that you can't joke? I usually ask this every guest. Do you think there's anything you can't joke about? You've always been pretty comedically no, you can't funny. Joke about anything ever, and that's why I got the tattoo to remind myself like yeah. everyone can be the butt of the joke. I'm, Every subject. I'm trying to think of what you couldn't joke about. Like I had Trevor Hall come on and make cripple jokes. Like wh- what more do I need to show the world? Like he literally was like, "It's my little teenage mutant ninja turtle." Hand. And I was like, "God damn it, Trevor!" Dude, yeah, that that's gonna be an episode to listen to when he, that comes out. Cause like. You know, by the time this comes out, also, like, his kid is going to be born. But, like, yeah. he got his girlfriend pregnant. And I'm like, fuck yeah. And he's like, oh, she's healthy. She has both limbs. And I was like, were you worried? And he's like, yeah, I was worried. I was like, yeah, but you're also in a normality. Yeah. Like, there's no one else in your family that has, like, one arm. Yeah. Like, well, that's true. And I was like, well, I mean, I hope she has your arm. <laughs> and, like, that was a good bit. And, like, it was just funny to fucking, like, dive into that uncomfortableness mm-hmm. because if you can swim in it and live in it then you can come out of it and be like well you know yeah i mean he's doing better than i am you're doing you you great puss <laughs> <laughs> how is the single game fucking amazing is it <laughs> do whatever you want whenever you want but don't don't you get lonely sometimes no beer keeps me up no i don't even i don't know maybe sometimes yeah I get bored. And then I just beat off and it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah oh, I used to Man, I need something spinning or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I used to feel. And then, um, you know, I met Abby and I was like, oh, cool. Well, this is good. Just, this is like, yeah, this, is, this makes sense. Um, I think everybody meets that person eventually. But, like, I don't think they have to. Yeah. And I don't, I don't really feel bad when my friends are single because I'm like... There's good versions of every kind of life. Yeah, it'll come mean? around eventually. There's good relationships, there's bad relationships, there's good being single, there's bad being single. And at the uh, end of the day, I think, like, you've always been a happy, single guy that seemed yeah. to be getting a moderate amount of getting laid and having fun and, at least on the surface to us, never showing, like, depression or anything like that. I ain't depression. I not live a great life. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Do what the- I want and get what I want and just... See, the other reason I want to have you on is because I gave so much shit to Brian Harrison yesterday about him looking dead fucking on, especially right now, like Eric Lee. Oh, your dad, your older brother, you and your younger brother are clones of different times. Does it ever freak you out how close you all look? I don't even pay attention. You all look identical and it freaks everyone out. I think my dad looks like Will Ferrell. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that a little bit. (laughs) Well, I guess maybe you look like Will Ferrell. You look kind of a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you, look, uh, you look like Will Ferrell mixed with the guy who dresses up as Wilfred, if you've ever seen that. I've never seen that. I'll have to show you Wilfred, because it's a very funny comedy. I mean, anything with Will Ferrell, I, mean, I guess I'm doing good. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think you're a pretty, like, attractive dude? I think I've always been struggling with that body image of, like, yeah. oh, I think I'm ugly. Uh, but I think recently I've come into the idea like I don't think I look too bad. I'm definitely sexy. When you dude, when you fucking I sent you that picture of my hair and you were like you look like Jesus. I thought that was funny as shit because I was like you know he was Jewish and people do think I am Jewish so maybe I'm maybe I'm the reincarnation of Christ that you somehow have to be. <laughs> no, if I could have long hair like really long hair I probably would. But get last summer I had a real long mullet and. Oh, I'm, I was gonna say, I was like, your mullet was longer. I fucking was working and it caught on fire. What? Yeah. Doing what? I was plasma cutting. 
Oh, yeah. Got metal, and it just lit up my hair. I was like, oh, fuck, that ain't good. Was it scary? Yeah. Yeah. I my whole head didn't catch on fire. I didn't care. That's absolutely fucking bonkers. Yeah. I think I would lose my shit if my hair was on fire. But, like, so far, I have avoided it. How long have you been growing that? For a while, like, as soon as I really got in college, I cut it once for some bullshit that my parents were like, you need to cut your hair. But then I was like, this is the last time. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you think I'm joking? This is the last time. And, like, during the quarantine, all these people were like, I need haircuts. I'm like, superior alpha race, just grow your hair out. You need cornrow. Dude, it's so funny you say that. Every single person at my work, the Rusty Taco, that comes in with either dreads or cornrows, I ask them, I'm like, do you like that? And do you think I could sport it? And they're all like, oh, yeah, you could. You I have that. cornrows, like, hurt bad. Because like, so it, it's a lot of tension. Yeah. But, like, oh, my God. If I can make dreads out of these things, I fucking will. If I wish I could have cornrows in the old... Just the back. Yeah, the old Mississippi mud flat. <laughs> <laughs> Single plow style. Yeah. I just um, want two of them. <laughs> that's funny as fuck. So, to my knowledge, you still stayed around Trouble County. Like, yeah. Do you think you'll stay there forever? Uh... Wherever money's at. Okay. I am trying to make sure I don't go back there as much as possible because probably kind of makes me depressed. Yeah. Too many white people, too many Republicans, which is fine. But I will say, as I say that as a blanket statement, I don't hate Republicans. I'm fucking one. I'm dating one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she voted for Trump. And I think that should show you any couple's quarrel could beat anything yeah. if you really yeah. give a shit. Um, one of my favorite guests, his name is Yakov, and his episode's up, and he is a gay Republican. And he told me... I have yet to meet anybody with both of those things in the same yes. person. And he's like, oh my god, love cock, love Trump. Love, <laughs> love Trump's little cock. And I was like, what? I follow a black Republican on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> not of many of them, he's I know. From, he's from around here, too. Black Republican. Like, yeah. it's a unicorn. Like, there's just not many of them. Like, and he'll just go there and defend <laughs> everything that Trump says, everything. Jesus and go crazy. Murphy. He's like, this will make me loved by the whites. Yes. Oh, god damn it. I just don't like politics. I, yeah, I don't get into it with nobody. I don't care enough. I, I, exactly. I don't give a shit enough. Like, people... Pe- uh, one of my favorite jokes of all time ever told was a John Mulaney bit. And he said, um, you know, I don't really get into politics. But um, this current guy is a little all over the place. And I was like, well, that's pretty funny. But he's like... And the only reason I'm bringing it up is because with the last guy, I never noticed shit. So I viewed that him... Doing a good job because if I don't notice, right. you know he's doing good. So now, and I used to pay less attention, folks. Now a lot of stuff's changing. Yeah, and like it's just like I don't know. I don't. I that that bit did make me relook a little bit like Trump mm-hmm. to maybe like him a little bit more, only because I was like, well, I guess I don't really know what kind of president I want. I don't know what if I want one that's like very by the books, by the books that doesn't fucking like right get his hands dirty. Not even that, but like somebody who doesn't like. I guess, like, I don't even know how to put it, like, isn't afraid to just to be loud. But Obama was a soft-spoken person. He worked in the background a lot. He just got shit done. Yeah, you know he mean? was a very good speaker. Different people. Thought, yeah. And, like, Obama always opened up his speeches with a joke. Really? I would love to hear what joke Trump would pick. I would love to All right, to so that. two Mexicans are trying to cross my border, and I'm <laughs> like, happening. fuck you. It's like, Jesus, this is the setup or the punchline? <laughs> He's, I mean, I will say, like, Howard Stern did say it best. He was like, I invite Trump on my show as much as I can, and we never talk politics. And Jerry Seinfeld's like, oh, I can't imagine why. And he's like, because he is just ruthless. I will give him women, 
and I will ask him to rate them 1 to 10. Beautiful girls. And he will give them terrible scores. And I'm like, what Donald Trump, I mean? I mean, I'm like, God damn. But I like, love Howard Stern. I love Howard Stern. When he retired, I got really fucking sad. I love Beetlejuice. Like, what the fuck? Oh my god. Beetlejuice is fucking hilarious. Um, if you like Howard Stern, do you like Mark Maron? Never heard of him. So he has a podcast, and it's called WTF. It's the number one listened to podcast on iTunes for like the last couple of years. Really? Yeah, it's just because he'll get like the living Beatles members, like just crazy individuals yeah. on the show. And I'm like, this is amazing. And like, he just talks so well, and like, there's a whole Netflix show about him called Marin and his fucking show, and like, he has multiple stand-ups, and like, he's he made a wrestling show on Netflix called Glow. It's fucking great. I've never like, seen that. Dude, he is a very smart comedian. One time he's like, yeah, we don't have any of that physical pain. Comedians, we got that thinky pain. And I was like, oh, I felt that to a core. My favorite comedian is like... Joey Diaz, like that guy is fucking hilarious. Do you like Joey Diaz? Oh, I love him. He talks so <laughs> nasty. I love it. Um, I would say a good example of that is like Tom Segura and Burt Chrysler. Those two are very yeah, he's gross individuals. I say that with all the love in my heart because I love both. Dude, Tom Segura's from Cincinnati. I fucking love both of these individuals. I say gross, like you're not afraid to describe the color of the cum to the audience. That's right. Like yeah, you'll you go tent. <laughs> spots of white and mists of yellow. It's like, oh god damn yeah, it. Sponge look. <laughs> oh. Um but yeah, like I just like comics that aren't afraid to go into detail about anything. Yeah, and I like the real greasy. Yeah, just it's fuck greasy. Greasy. Yeah. Is it greasy or is it greasy? <laughs> <laughs> See you said you like trailer park boys. That's a great example of com- comedy from Canada. Different setups for punchlines. Like you don't really know when the joke is, and yeah. like it's just all kind of sentences out in the air, and like I would just love it. random physical actions of like <laughs> loud yeah. sounds, and just I really like, don't know why I like that show, but I love it. I love Bubbles' voice and oh, his yeah. character. Where do they think the like? Hey, do that voice you like, and he's like, <laughs> it's like, all right, well now let's give him some googly gosses. He's like, okay, well, like that's fucking genius acting. They found apparently I watched a little bit on YouTube about it. They found those glasses at like a uh, garage sale. Yeah. And like, oh, that's right. I think I read that too. And like, he they he can't see out of more. Than oh, dude, they fuck his eyes up, and he's like, I technically don't really like wearing them when I'm fucking doing right, the show. Yeah. Um. But, like, oh, like, I would kill just to meet them and talk comedy. Not even, like... I just love talking Just because I think, I think I could keep up. Yeah. I think I've always been ma- able to make anybody laugh. Yeah, you yeah. have. And you've always been one of those people that I've always considered, like, not somebody that is in the audience. Someone that's almost like a peer of humor. <laughs> because, to my knowledge, you've always made people laugh. Like, guess, elementary, yeah. middle, high school, past, before, like, you were always funny. Like, me, like, you were always the trouble kid. Yeah. And that made people laugh. Yeah. And I was always the weird one. Yeah, I was the one doing shit, uh, yeah. Physical humor. Big old boy brute kind of stuff yeah. and shit like that. Um, But, like, I, I fucking love all of, like, just everything you've done. Like, your existence, your fucking, like, the point where you were, like, 
oh, I'll fucking just lean into the redneckness. Because I remember you before the redneckness. Yeah. And, like, it, you came out, and it seems like it fits, and, like... I just do my thing. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you're funny, and, like, I don't know where it comes from. I, th- I just, I want to, if I could just break down the elements of comedy, what, the atoms of fun. Yeah. Like, where does it spawn? Where does it come from? Why are you funny, and why is potentially your older brother not? Again, I don't know your older brother, but, like... Because he's a punk motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, why are some... And he's going to hear it and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> but, like, no, no harm, no harm. Um, but, like, why are certain people funny in families and others aren't? Where does it spawn from? I, is it from, like, shit DNA you watch? Is it DNA? Is it, like... I mean, my dad's funny. Yeah. I'd like to imagine I get a lot of my storytelling elements and, you know, charisma yeah. and making friend abilities from him. Yeah, but yeah. then again, I'm like, I don't know, like... Got that lawyer touch to you, too. Yeah, too. <laughs> there's, the, there's the scared, weary side of, like... Yeah. Guys, this is illegal. But then I'm like, well, legal shit's fun. Give up. Do you have a favorite memory of like us knowing each other? Because I've known you for a very long yeah, time. Yeah, probably just playing baseball and then on the, the golf bus and shit. I just remember you coming on the bus with like loaves of bread. And it would piss Bachman off mm-hmm. so much. Man. And like, I mean, Brian talked about, about Bachman yeah. and like, our coaches. I mean, he talked about all of it. And I was like, we... Were you that day I laid into him a little bit? Well, we ended up like... Dude, one of the funniest things that ever happened on the bus. I think you were on the team when it happened. I played freshman and sophomore year. Okay, so you were on the bus when Kyle Bachman was on the bus. Yeah, yeah. I saw Kyle's nuts amounts of times I would not have liked. What about the same way with you and me? Yeah, I guess. But he would just kind of fucking... He would just kind of like get on the bus. It's like five in the morning. You got I'm sitting there. I have to hold my goddamn clubs so they don't yeah. fucking rattle. I'm like, I guess I'll put earbuds in. I'm tired. I'm starving. But if I eat, I'll barf because I got morning nausea. So I'm suffering. And all of a sudden, I just hear Kyle like, hey, Brian. And he's in the seat across from me. And he just fucking one leg yes. on the top, one leg on the bottom. He's stretching his nut skin out like a fucking piece of paper. And he's Back like, when hey, let's write something. <laughs> like, God damn it, Kyle. Where'd you get all this skin from? And he's like, well, I used to be fat. And I was like, well, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, I don't know. Do you think you'll grow a beard like your dad? Oh, I don't know if I got that in me. Because your dad has Should a I damn probably. good beard. Yeah. It's very lumberjacky. Yeah. And I fucking love that. If, I could, if I could, I probably would, yeah. Give me... Give some Rogaine in me or something. <laughs> I don't know how you help beard growth. I never heard of Rogaine. Abby bought me beard oil, but someone was like, no, you gotta get vitamins. And I'm like, at what point is it bullshit and when is it not? You know I what I mean? You just have to have it in you. Yeah. I don't think I have it in me. <laughs> I, what I have in me is apparently pubes because that's all that's coming out of my face, like up and down. Like, it literally just looks like a nutsack. Oh, like, usually when I take stage off. Goatee. Exactly, it's funny. Uh, I'll usually, like, when I go on stage, I'll be like, no, you're seeing this right, ladies and gentlemen. A kid did not just take the mic. This is the performer, and yes, he does look like a homeless guy that got his face dragged through honey and fucking nut hair. But hey, we're still here to perform. So like that scene off a jackass where they put all, they shave all Yeah, the, the fucking Q beard. beard. Yes. I'm like, that's me. This is my fucking beard. But it's patchy, so it's even worse. <laughs> like, I can't even grow a pube beard right. <laughs> Again, we are disappointment. We live and breathe letdown. That's right. <laughs> Best way to live. Exactly. Um, I think at the end of the day, like, would you say I'm incorrect? You've known me my like my whole life. Like yeah. we went to the same school, like all the shit. You know, I have brothers and all that situation. It's like I don't have to explain a lot to you. So like, would you say I'm pretty correct in labeling the show 
the disappointment ratio, me being DJ disappointment, because I, oh, hey, I am the disappointment of my family. Yep. All the older brothers play professional baseball. McKenna's a great golfer. Dad had a softball career. Mom's yeah. a lawyer. Everybody's great. And then I want to make jokes. They're going to laugh. God damn it. Who's going to be laughing over your millionaire comedian, huh? <sighs> I'd like to imagine it all. You're going to make them laugh because you're going to be do a comedian. Think, do you think that could actually happen? Oh, yeah. Now that you've seen me in the light of a performer. And, like, Logan and Carson came to my first paid show. And that was that meant a lot. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really, like, publicize it. Because I also didn't know who would want to go to that. I would open it. Sure. But, like, hey, in the future, I'll know that to, like, make sure you get right. Um The best part of it was it was an all-black crowd. I heard those are pretty fun to. It was very fun. I took my shirt off. Like, it was amazing. No other comic took the shirt off. And I was like, yeah, that's right, the white boy took his shirt off. (laughs) Like, because you know, in a situation, I'm not trying to be racist, but when a black dude, you just see the shirt throw up, and the air, Tom Segura said it best. Oh, so this is when the fight starts. All right. Like, (laughs) oil instantly on him. (laughs) He's like, where did you even get the shine and gleam for this fight? It's like you came pre greased and ready. Well, listen, let me get, yeah, free loop. Let me play the first culture shock. This has been the Disappointing Rarity Show on Cushion One. It has been. Great, Jonathan. <laughs> Great, Jonathan. We'll come back. We'll do the second part. I just wanted to, like, not ramble on because I didn't notice we hit the time. Um, we'll be back. Enjoy your first songs. If you don't or you skip through, fuck you. I put a lot of effort into them. This has been the Disappointing Rarity Show. We'll be back in just a second, you motherfucker. This next song, Jonathan. Uh, Listen, me and you have a reputation about us that we're always up to no good. So let's just embrace it, honestly. Let's just lean into it and let's just make a fucking joke of it. So Up to No Good Living by Chris Stapleton is the next song because I know that both of us get into mischief. And while we are good people, well, we do still have that reputation with us. So, you know, it goes hand in hand. So enjoy Up to No Good Living. John, I love you, bud. I hope you enjoy.
next song Jonathan I know you've been waiting very patiently for the artist that I'm about to say but Waylon Jennings is an artist that is near and dear to my heart and he's also near and dear to yours enough to put him on his skin and at some point he'll be on mine so I appreciate that of you and what better song could I think of that could portray Jonathan of Waylon Jennings and you probably aren't guessing it John is shine why there's something about the way like i hear this beat and i just i see jonathan with like a whiskey bottle and a cigarette coming my way to this like the whole world is like bouncing like a black and white cartoon to this so please close your eyes and enjoy that and imagine that with me next jonathan shine my friends never understood my rough and rowdy way Jonathan, I would be lying if I said that was the only way the Jennings songs in the episode because I know that you're, even though satisfied with my answer now of like, oh shit, Shine was a good answer for this fucking portrayal of me, I thought another one would be nice just because I like the beat. So please enjoy Six White Horses by Waylon Jennings off the same album, Nashville Rebel, and we'll be back after this.
Let's get back to the show before one of you at home catch one of these crazy right hooks, you crazy mother-sucker. Oh, just like that, we're back. <laughs> Literally just jump into it like an action yep, trip. We're back. Like, oh, 100 miles an hour. <laughs> um, so, I, I, you know, I'm glad our one guest was here, but now that he's gone, like, I can more, and I think I've done a good job to, you know, already focus on you more. But, like, I'll, I'll give you a chance to, like, you know, do you want to ask me anything? We, we, it's been a minute since we've seen each other, yeah. and like it's it's been you know a what roller coaster. What are you going to school for? I'm going. Well, I was originally going for a major in CEG, Which but is? then uh, computer engineering. But then I was like, this sucks and it's really hard. And at the end of it, I was like, damn, I don't think I can fucking hit this goal realistically because the classes in the way are really fucking hard. But for all of the credits that I already had worked for a different degree that was a lot easier to obtain and still looks good on paper, which is IT and cybersecurity. So that's what I'm yeah. going for now. What and kind like, of jobs is your after after? It's kind of like what Mr. Poole does, but like imagine that in like a big office space or like 
a CEO building, and you're like, what the fuck? Like right? a bank or something? Like, yeah, but even like at a like concert place or like you know whatever, just IT stuff, so like yeah. knowing how cameras work and like how just like you know updating systems and like bullshit like that. So I'm not a nicotine fiend, so like I don't even know like what the fuck. Like when you first had that, I was like, god damn, what the fuck is I'm that? I'm pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think you'll ever? Smoke cigars or do you smoke cigars? Oh yeah, 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 I smoke cigars. What? I don't understand what it is. See, like I smoked one cigar I just once. Smoke whatever. And it was so bad. Yeah. It was a good cigar. Like it smelled nice, and it was from Carson. Yeah. Because it was yeah, the first. Good ones. So the first cigar I ever smoked was with Carson. It was with Carson and Logan after my first paid show. We went back to my apartment, and they were like, "Bro, let's like let's smoke these cigars together." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." I literally inhaled immediately. <laughs> And they're like, don't inhale. And I'm like, what do you mean, don't inhale? Yeah, just like, so, so, so I couldn't really figure it out. And, like, dude, literally the next day for, like, a week, my throat was throat. fucked up. Yeah. And I couldn't talk. And I was like, dude, Carson, your cigar murdered me. <laughs> like, it literally almost ended my conversation. I've had a few where I get all drunk and light up a cigar and you inhale the whole thing. You're just dead for a whole week. It sucks. <laughs> See, when Abby gets super drunk, she likes cigarettes. She doesn't like to smoke a cigarette now, but she's, like, super sloshy. Like, yeah, give, give, give me a cigarette. cigarette. That's how I am, too. <laughs> What is it about alcohol that attracts nicotine? Uh, it's, uh, Do you think they pass made in heaven? Match made in heaven. I I feel that. I feel that. I think certain things just kind of go together, like wine and fucking cheese. <laughs> cheese or like fucking yeah, exactly. Like some kind of Italian food. Yeah. Or like just certain things for some reason dance well together. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's anything in your life that you dance well with? Be it the trucks, be it the women, be it the... No, no, not really. <laughs> well, what do you think you're good at, specifically? Because uh, I think everybody has strengths, but only you know yourself the most. Oh, uh, what am I good at? I can shoot a gun pretty well. <laughs> do you think you have good accuracy? Oh, yeah. Do you shoot a lot? Yeah. Do you go to shooting ranges? Yep. <laughs> See, it's rapid fire now. Yep, um, yep. Do you... How many... I can drink a lot of beer, I guess. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was like, I know you're a big drinker, but I wasn't gonna be like, how many, John? I was like, well, <laughs> a couple, <laughs> quite a few, keg or two. Um, when so, do you have your? Is it CCW? No, but I'm getting that one second. So My parents have this surprisingly. Yeah. My mom. I can see your mom packing a little. Well. I had thought about it for a long time, and I was like, I don't see why my mom would need it. But then I really thought about it, and I was like, damn, she sometimes has to go to clients' houses. Right. And, like, and being a lawyer, like, you're going to lose or something, a big case. And they're, like, shitty. or Oh, uh, shit, now i got to kill this girl. Oh, fuck, I guess I'm going to murder this bitch. And yeah, it's like, oh, I guess my mom, my mom did that. But then she's like, ha-ha, pink pistol. Yep, pink pistol. Why do you think girls, why do guys keep getting girls pink pistols? Do you think girls want pink pistols? Uh, no, I don't know. I don't like pink pistols. Resale value on those things are horrible. They yeah. So, like, and, like, I think... And they'll shoot it once. Yeah, and it's, like, I don't know. I think there's this, like, almost demand for femininity in everything they do. And sometimes girls don't want to act like girls. Me too. He's, yeah. <laughs> like, got, sometimes the man doesn't want to act like the big man. He just wants to be a person. Like, yeah. the girl doesn't always want to be on display and fucking bang and this and posh. And yeah. They need to be, though. <laughs> Do you, Serve it up. <laughs> so my friend Nolan, he described his perfect situation for women to me. He's like, if I could have any situation of females, I would want to somehow find two Swedish sisters, twins, and just fuck them, and that would just 
marry both of them, and I would go to a state that polygamy is legal and marry them, and then fucking live in a house and fucking... Mormon. Yeah, Mormon. <laughs> We're Mormons! Cousins, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have a specific situation you would love in, like, a little... Like, what, what's your dream? Uh, a rich supermodel. <laughs> what color? Don't matter. It doesn't. I'll dip my fingers in anything. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Mark. Uh, See, I love Abby, and I say it a million times on the show. Abby, if you're listening, I love you. But, <laughs> like, I love black girls. And, like, I could definitely I'll see that. Always me. love black girls. I've never <laughs> not loved black girls, and I've never hid that love for black girls. Black girls are hey. a fucking blessing. Very sweet of the juice. <laughs> oh, my God. And, like, I, I could, honestly, God, I could see you with a black girl. I would my rock, dad, I'd rock a black girl. You know my dad and mom? Well, not my, really my mom, because she was just in the front seat. It was just really funny. I remember, I don't know if she was coming back from a Dragons game or, like, whatever, but we were on the highway, and my dad was driving. I was young, and I was in the back seat. McKenna's there in the back seat with me. Mom's in the front, and dad's driving. And, like, I don't remember how it came up, but we were talking about, like, me and my relationships and, like, what I think I might fucking, like, find and, like, yeah. do and, like, whatever, and, like, I don't know what led my dad to say this, but he was just, like, out loud, he just goes, at some point, he goes, like, I don't know, I could just see Brighton with an Asian girl. And I was Asian like, I don't know how to take that, because I fucking love Asian girls. I would definitely rock an Asian girl. <laughs> big titty Asian chick. Yeah, I'd definitely get down with that. <laughs> do you prefer big tits or small tits? I like some melons. Okay. I've, I've been with my fair share of like tiny, tiny titties. Yeah. They're fine. They're fun. I like one black eye or something like that. <laughs> I like them to smack me in the face. Oh, yeah. Um, sometimes when Abby's in the room and she gets out of the shower, we're just, like, talking or whatever. Like, mid-conversation, I'll just look over at her. She'll just have them ready, like, in her hand. I'm like, what? No, no, no. She'll just fucking drop them on the desk. She's like, like, hot cross buns over here. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> just that kind Because, of, again, I think the reason Abby is why, like, she'll be my person, like, forever and ever, is because, like, she's fun. Yeah, she, she makes is. me laugh. She's and, like, cool. I don't know. I, I, just, I guess I don't know what's important to other people. <laughs> when it comes to females in a relationship, but to me personally, the most important thing is, can you make me laugh? Yeah. Can I laugh with you? Can I stand to be around you? Can I stand to be around you? Do I want to always yeah. be around you? Right. And I think a good example of that is like, you know, Schneider and Carson again, I think they always want to be around each other. Yeah. But I think like Max and Emily. Yeah, I don't know about that relationship. Right. I see it from the outside. Yeah, hopefully, I, I mean, hopefully every one of my friends has a good relationship. And then John will be out here slaying the single girls. So let me ask you this. Would you, if approached, bang a mom? Like a MILF? 100%. <laughs> no hesitation. No questions asked. Have you ever been approached by like a cougar or something like I that? I wish. You wish? No, That's never. You wish. Oh my god. I definitely thought one time, and we are definitely going to keep names out of my fucking mouth, but I definitely thought once I was... There was a moment I thought I was going to bang one of my friend's moms. Yeah. Really? Yeah, and I would, to this day, I will never fucking tell the name of this friend, his last name, and this fucking, you know, mom's last What's name. What's his I would never <laughs> fucking say that. But, like, um, everybody was like, come on, you say everything else, and it's like, you fucking wish. But, like, I definitely thought there was a moment where I was like, was that a hit on me? Because the friend was asleep. 
Ooh. And I'm watching TV. Shit. I'm literally like under blanket, dick in hand. Should've went for it. And literally was like, there was a comment made. And I was like, what? That was off-putting. <laughs> I liked it. I was like, am I about to fuck this person? And I was like, no, 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 no. Let's just go to bed. Let's go to bed and jerk off. I would not have Make a mistake. Bed. Like, I actually walk in the room like, I'm ready. And she's like, uh, what the fuck? It's worth losing a friend over it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, the, that's the thing. Do you ever tell a friend you bang them mom? If they're your friend, wouldn't you tell them day of? Oh. You're like, hey, I'm really, I, I, I don't know how to say this, but um, I fucked your mom last night. No, yeah. I wouldn't say that. <sighs> nope, I couldn't. No? But I'd have to. <laughs> You'd have to. But you, I couldn't. You I see wouldn't. them every single day. No, I, I wouldn't. If they're like a friend and you're there spending the night a lot, like that's someone you're seeing every I night. I wouldn't tell them. In hopes of dipping in it some more. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like you could come around again. Oh my god, then it's a secret little affair. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. What is a- the pool? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this isn't a bathtub. This isn't a beach. Uh, Do you understand also that there is something attractive about an affair? Yeah. What is it? Is it just, because it's taboo? Is it just because it's, it's just secret? Wrong. Just like buying stuff underage, it's just wrong, and you like going... The secret ingredient is crime. Love and sin. Yeah, they go well together. Oh, yeah. I just, like, I don't know what it is. Like, And again, like, I would never cheat on Abby, but, like, people cheat for a reason. What is that reason? Is it A, are you relation- is your so relationship you shit? Yeah, and, like, is she mean to you? Or, like, are you just... A bad person, or are you fucking like bored? Well, I know some. Are you depressed? Like, where does it come from? Oh, I know that some guy I know. It's not to be named. Yeah, not to be named. What's his initial? <laughs> <laughs> See, now you're on the other end of it. Uh, but um, he hates his wife. He, he hates his hates wife. Her. Absolutely hates her. So he'll, you know, run a Snapchat off of a business phone. Jesus Christ. I can't imagine. Like, when you see it from the outside, what do you think? Well, for this guy, I say go you. Really? She's a fuck. Really? Oh, yeah. What's wrong with her? She's just... personality or... No, she's a mean person. No matter what. Mm -hmm. That makes you wonder... Never good enough. Why did they marry in the first place? Had a kid. (laughs) Damn, is that what it is? Yep. I hate that. I hate that people keep getting married just because people keep getting pregnant. You know you don't have to marry. Let's say it again. Just to make sure everybody totally understands. You know you don't have to marry your baby mama. I'm going to say, it's just asking the government to be staying in a relationship. Yeah. Like, and then she gets half your... Like, you're going to have to pay for the kid. Like, you can't get around that. You don't have to pay for the wedding and fucking do that if you're like, well... I, I'm sorry, America, but females and males alike, you're allowed to say it out loud. Like, oh, I think I just fucked that person and got pregnant. Or I got that person pregnant. You don't have to be like, well, the kid will make us fall in love. No! It's not how it works at all! Just go ahead and swallow that pill. Yeah, like, what do you mean? Take a fucking punch in the stomach. You know what I mean, Abby's favorite joke is? I literally did it today. That's how fucking awesome it happens. Anytime she eats anything and is, like, full, she's like, oh, you know me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then she'll immediately be like... Gotta feed the baby. Oh. And that's my cue to immediately freak the fuck out on her. And go. punch the shit out of her stomach, but like, in a playful way. Right. I don't know how that comes off playful on the mic. But like, I'm fucking jamming her tummy. She's like, <laughs> what? And I'm like, <laughs> she'd be like, feed the baby, and I go, kill the baby. Yeah. 
Because we think abortion hated, jokes are funny in our house. punches. <laughs> How about a knuckle sandwich, you little fucking shit? I'll put, the rings, I'll put the rings on for this one. <laughs> Leave indents in his fucking yeah. head. But, like, I don't know. Like, again, that's a good example of what I think is a funny abortion joke. Oh, Between two, a couple. They're all funny. It's all funny. And, like, if you had an abortion it was traumatic, okay. Funny. <laughs> but if somebody else can craft that into a story that's make-believe, that can make you laugh, and you can relate to it, and get over barriers, that's funny. What's wrong with that? Like, I think comedy helps heal trauma. Yeah. Maybe you were raped, and you hear a good rape joke, and you're like, you know what? Yeah. Oh, damn, that was funny. Maybe that rape was a joke that I had. No, that's not what we're trying to say, but maybe you can now... Maybe instead, I didn't get raped. <laughs> no. Maybe, like, instead, like, now, instead of living on it every single day and feeling terrible about it, just now you can it. actually work through it. And if you feel the need now to tell people more about it, and maybe try to get that person captured, okay, fine. Are you captured, or maybe... Whatever. Rehook up. Um, yeah, maybe. Rekindle it. So this is where the show gets dark because we have talked about it before. And I, I don't know if you brought it up yesterday's show, but I'll bring it up again today because it's been a reoccurring subject. Some girls want to get raped. Yeah. There is a fantasy of getting a stranger, a big strong man, just fucking bend you over, tear your fucking panties off, and fill you with cum. I know some girls that just like to shit beat out of them. And... Like, where does it spawn from? <sighs> Couldn't tell you. Daddy issues, or I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't tell. Yeah, like we're just two dudes on a couch. We're not gonna yeah. figure it out. What's we love like, going on there? You know, some girls, probably, like you know, and to an extent, I guess you know this individual, I guess now, but like people watch rape porn. Isn't that wild? Somebody is setting up a fucking film studio, taking the time out of the day, recording it, fucking in a manner that is made out to make look like they're yeah. fucking getting raped. Like, the other day, it was really funny, Abby, when we were banging, and maybe she's like, do you want me to pretend to be, like, asleep? I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, turn around. <laughs> I was like, be the little corpse. Like, fucking make a noise. <laughs> don't you dare breathe. <laughs> Hold your breath. <laughs> but, like, isn't that, like, funny that you can go to those places and then come back and be like, we're well, fine? Yeah. Because you're not living there, and you're not sadistically obsessed with it, you're right. just... Taking a passing glance. Yeah, dipping your toes in the water a little bit. And, yeah, and then be like, mm, this feels weird, and then you're yeah. coming, and then you're done, and then yeah. you're like, alright, well, I'll, dive in. <laughs> I'll just remember where this pond is, write that down, and I'll leave it for a while, and I'll tell my friends I know where it is. <laughs> Do you think friendship comes from a place of sexuality? And I mean that in a way that friends that are close end up telling each other, like, sex stories, what they're doing in bed. And then to an extent, I think sometimes see each other's fucking dicks or genitals or titties or whatever you want to consider for any gender. Oh, Why? That because, like, that you're drunk. It's like, oh, I my dick, huh? But, like, friends that never do that, I think never take that final step they're and, like, try to be really, really close. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do you, do you kind of agree with that? Oh, 100%. Do you think of your best friends you've probably seen their dicks? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you're not gay. They're not gay. It's just a. Well, it's Logan, funny. Logan, man. Not even. He, he likes different stuff. Logan it. Pettit may or may not like cock. Logan, you might have to come back on the show to, to fucking dispute that sentence if you're listening to this. I, he told me when John's episode comes out. A lot of people told me I want to listen to John's episode. So if we're just shit talking all these different individuals that wanted to tune in, they're gonna be like, God damn those two fuckers. <laughs> No, you, yeah, Logan definitely dips his toes on both sides for sure. <laughs> do you um do you have like a good story that you always love to tell people if you're like this is always a guaranteed laugher? 
something maybe your dad had told you, a story you've lived. I mean, there's a story I think is pretty funny. I was, uh, oh, what's that? Well, we were, <laughs> I got, um, I had this girl with me. Okay. We got, I got, I drank a bottle of whiskey before I went and, you know, dipped my toes in the water. <laughs> Because may, may or may not needed the whiskey to get in this water. Yeah. To be, to well, be sad. I, I needed whiskey for sure. <laughs> she was, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I ended up doing her. And <laughs> I got all drunk, you know, I passed out. Yeah. Naked. In a oh, bed. That's and different. here comes Logan and my other buddy with a bucket of water. And you're still naked. Yeah, I'm still naked. And they dump it on me, miss oh, it. Is. And miss just, you? Miss, they were all drunker and shit. And then they pull the blanket, and they just see my fucking goat balls and everything. <laughs> uh, that's about the funniest story. That's fucking amazing. Like, I haven't been... I actually have a video on my phone of it. I haven't been that inebriated where I'm like, you know, oh, fucking like, know. I'll be naked past that. Oh, no, I'm only naked because I was... Fucking... I was like, fucking I've never hit that level except for like, I always at least get the pants on. Oh, no. He said, oh, no. uh, she hopped off. I hopped. I went a bit. I, my brain hopped out. I think I, I, honestly, I might have been passed out while we were fucking. She might have been raping. It is so funny you say like, that. She might have been raping. <laughs> See, it's so funny you say that because my roommate had an incident with that, where he was fucking a girl here before I moved into here, and they were fucking, and he passed out, and he just fell asleep fucking, and she after they fucked came out, and he stayed in there, and we're like, well, that's crazy. Like, she came out, and eventually we were like, what'd you and Zoe do? And she was like, oh, you know, we fucked. And I was like, ah. And she goes, yeah, he's asleep now. And at the time, we were like, oh, what's the fuck? His brain's out. That's funny. And she was like, yeah, it was the best sex I've ever had. And we're like, oh, that's funny. But then the next day, he's like, dude, I fell asleep. And I was like, she said that was the best sex she ever had. And he's like, damn, and I did that while I was asleep. I'm fucking awesome. Jesus. Isn't that great? That is pretty awesome. Like, and again, he's like, and then later in his life, he was like, guys, I think that's was I raped? Exactly. And I was like, I don't think so this time, and here's why. You gave consent before, and you're fucking. I'm going to tell you what. And when you give consent, the consent is consent to come. So, like, well, you, you want to get off. What about when you're a girl's fucking you, and she falls asleep, and you still fuck her, and then what happens? I think you have to stop. <laughs> and then why, but then why does the girl stop? Fell asleep because bad dick game. <laughs> it's crazy. Or she's so inebriated. Yeah. But then, like, some girls want you to finish while they're fucked up. Yeah. And, like, you can't ask them in the moment. And you don't want to ask them before, like, hey, if you pass out later, do you want me to fill you a cum? Like, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> don't ruin me. See, I'm a condom child. I never fucking ever really banged without a condom. Nor did I ever fucking unload into a girl. Yeah. Until fucking recent, really. Which I hate to fucking say that, because yeah. I think Abby's mom listens to the show. But like, oh, sorry, mom. Abby's <laughs> gotta get a... I'm just not... What the hell they're called? UAVs or something like that? UAVs. That's what I call them. Fucking counter vehicles. That's <laughs> then you gotta get... What's these called? Like ID or something? U, uh, UID you or whatever. You get that stuff up in there and just fucking go stupid with it. <laughs> um, I remember I was, for a brief period, uh, courting... Because that's the word you would use for that when you're not dating, you're just banging mm-hmm. and talking. Um, in high school, and she had the insert in her arm of the birth control rod, to where you could just get fucking, you know, birth control in you for like two years, three years, yeah. and you wouldn't have to get any pills. 
But essentially what that means, you could become daddy's little cum slut and just take fucking loads all the Batches time. All the time. So when I found that out, I was like, damn. I wanted her to be my first, but I was still like, ah, I don't know. But I definitely fucked the shit out of her and then asked her to be my girlfriend and promised she said no. And I was like, god damn. So like, it wasn't meant to be. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, And I'm fun. glad. Because it led me to Abby. That's right. And like, anytime... I just, I guess I just... I know you're not worried about it, but I guess I worry for my single friends. Because I'm depressed when I'm single. Yeah. And like, I worry that sometimes it's gonna creep in, but I want you to know that it's just, it's just your current state of life because you're not oh, at the part that it's gonna be later. Whether it be like, forever. yeah, whether it be you're single forever and you just at some point you hit this epiphany that you're like, oh, I'm comfortable single, or it's gonna be you find this nice black girl or you. Oh, I have it. I love it. I want a ghetto bitch. Do you want a ghetto <laughs> bitch? Would you love a ghetto bitch? I want a I want a fucking T A T H O T thoughty. Yeah, thoughty um, mommy. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Murphy, I want somebody that's sucking dick not because she has to, but because she's in there for the love of the game. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if I said this on the show, but it's just really funny, so I guess I'll tell you. Um, Abby, when she was like uh, twelve, she made her like Steam account. Yeah. Twelve might be too young. It might be like fifteen, fourteen. It's just a young age, and, you know, this is obviously way before we had ever met, and her Steam account name to this day is still the same name. Would you like to know what the name is? Yes. Three-time dick-sucking champion. Jesus. Murphy. She is there for the love of the game. <laughs> Sometimes I call her the Hoover, like the Hoover vacuum. I'm like, throw that bitch on. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, one of the funniest things that ever happened on the show, like someone telling, like, a bad thing. I asked... Chloe Waddle, when I was interviewing her with Abby, I was like, have you ever done anything funny in the bedroom? She was like, honest to God, I did this the other day. And I was like, what? She goes, I was, I took the guy's dick out, and I'm there on my knees, and it's there in my hand, and I'm right there about to suck it. And I just thought it would be funny to, like, tap it a couple times on the top like a mic and go, is this thing on? Hello? Hello? <laughs> like a fucking, God. do a soft five minutes on the fucking... Might be. Put it in your mouth. You know, be like, maybe that's what they want to be told. Like, shut the fuck up, put it in your mouth. Smack, smack. I definitely had never smacked anyone in bed before I met Abby. Like, I had spanked a little bit, but nothing too major. But like, Abby was on a different energy of like, I want you to smack my tits. I want you to beat the shit out. I want you to punch my tits. I want you to fucking fist bump my areolas. But like, boop. Give it a double bang. Um, but like, I don't know, like, I, I, I always claim to my friends that like, ass is better than tits, but then I met Abby and I was like, ooh, tits might be better. But titties are awesome. Well, here's the thing. Titties. Well, really they say marry the ass by the tits, but. Well, well, I was on the fence for a while, but then what really drove me home in the thought process of why tits are better than ass, if you're an ass man, I'm sorry, I'm about to wreck your whole life. If you have a big ass, that's great. But if you have a small ass... Not it's a little great. weird to fuck anally or yeah. fucking ride and be on that because there's not much to grab and it feels like a little boy's booty sometimes. Yeah, a little, so, little, little. Now, when titties are big, there's a lot to play with there, but when titties are small, you can still suck on the nips. Yeah. Get so, like, tongue. you know what I mean? So, like, when there's small ass, not much to play with it. Small tits, you can still suck on those nips. Yeah. And I'm Brighton Jones and I'm running for president on that slogan. <laughs> 
But like Vice President, <laughs> Vice President Jonathan, uh, Secretary of Sex. We're <laughs> just like a bad porno setup. Do you think you would ever like write a porn if you were given the opportunity? Write it? Yeah. A star in it. Well, of course you would star in it, but like, what would the plot be? Bank robber. Okay. Are you the robber, or is she the robber? Don't matter to me. <laughs> I'm here to take money, to rob the but nut. I found more things I want. Your fucking cock. She's <laughs> coming to rob the nut. <laughs> like she's, she, yeah, like she's fucking, she's robbing the bank and like maybe she's broken into your home. Or maybe like a, a butt pirate. <laughs> a butt pirate? Define that. I don't know, just write up weird ass Somebody who's a fucking, like, you have CGI, so it's like actually a fucking pirates and they're just like, we're on the quest for ass. <laughs> on the search for some booty, quest for some a-hole. Um, what do you? What do you have a favorite genre of film? Like sci-fi, pirate, like space, fantasy. I don't watch them horror, scary movies. Well, uh, the reason I ask is because, like, what do you throw on to bang? Uh, I'm not gonna lie, either Jackass, Trailer Park Boys, or The Office. Office seems like a good answer. I just, I fucked the Trailer Park Boys, I don't know if girls would be into fucking the Trailer Park Boys. Well, they're laughing already. They can laugh at the show, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're laughing at what they see below, so they might as well laugh at what yeah. the fuck's on the television. Okay, well, that's a fucking thought process, I guess. Because, like, I, sh- I struggle the most with figuring out what to put on during sex. Because I don't like fucking in silence. Yeah, a, I don't want my roommates to know. So, like, the silence is defined by just nothing. Like, I don't give a shit if we're fucking moaning and dirty talking and fucking yelling and fucking That's screaming. Like, but, like, I can't do that when roommates are home. Yeah. So until I get this townhouse, like... I'd probably put on, like, yeah. Kindergarten Cop or something. Kindergarten <laughs> Cop? Billy what? Madison? Oh, my God. <laughs> Billy Madison here. God damn it. Fucking, um... Or the fucking, uh... I, I like Button King. I like watching something funny so I can laugh while I'm fucking getting my mind off things. <laughs> okay, so the total disconnection. Yeah, you just sitting there watching TV, you're playing <laughs> Xbox or something. <laughs> that is funny. Um, Abby does sometimes try to fuck up my games. Lay the keyboard on her back or something. And I'm like, I don't want you to suck my dick right now. I'm playing a game. She goes, let me suck your dick. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to want this later, so I'm just going to call you in a bluff now. Here's my cock. Let's get to it. <laughs> um, do you, so, you said you would star in porn. Do you think if you found a girlfriend that was very open-minded, would you, like, make porn? and Because like... this is a new way yeah, of a young kid thinking, like, oh, I could, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> all, don't we all? Mm. But, like, I think this is definitely a new way of people being, like, oh, like, I can make my own porn once I'm 18, and like I can start an OnlyFans, and I can have a premium snap, and I can do all these different things, and like you're only really gonna do that with somebody you're really fucking comfortable. I would definitely fuck for money. <laughs> You'd be like a man prostitute. Oh, yeah. Randy, are you out here whoring yourself for cheeseburgers again? Deuce Man's big, gotta eat. Deuce Bigelow. <laughs> okay, so you think you would? I never understood if sex for money is illegal, because I assume it is. Oh, it's illegal, yeah. But, like, then you see in newspapers, like, escorts. And I'm like, what do they think is happening? Yeah, I don't know about all that. Like, they're escorting you. I think prostitution is illegal. I'm I'm pretty sure prostitution is legal here. I know it's legal in, like, Nevada. Amsterdam. Yeah, and, like, brothels in Europe. And, like, Europe, you just fucking go to a fucking basement. There's a bunch of just fucking pussies and ass out of fucking walls. 
No, they're just lined up like a bunch of girls. That's their shift for the day. They're just fucking fuckholes. Me and Abby said we want to go to a fuckhole sometime. Where is that at? Germany. Yeah. France. I got my passport. Let's roll. I don't have my passport yet, but buddy, if you want to fucking join me and Abby, we'll find you a b- big black girl. We'll fucking yeah. make a day of it. <laughs> make a week of it. I want about 100 pound legs on each shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I want the thighs to hurt. Yes. That's what we're saying. I want to be able to squat. <laughs> I don't want to be able to hear when I'm eating pussy. I want those things to be airtight suction yep. on my fucking head is what we're getting about at. To, about to pass out on it. <laughs> Oh my god. Like, I hope this episode is what people thought it was going to be. If not, come on again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I plan on having you come back with either Logan or I don't know who, but like, Definitely. I thought about asking Jesse to come on. I don't know if he would or not. I doubt he would. Well, he's not much of a talker. Yeah. Kind of a silent type. Yeah, he is definitely. But a like, he's type. funny and I like his company. Yeah, you just got to get to know him. He's, yeah. Because he's your, to my knowledge, he's your best friend, right? Yeah. So, like, you know, if, if anything, I just think seeing you interact with him. Yeah. Find an empty through You get Logan in here and we'll, we'll get talking. <laughs> we'll think about it. We'll think about it. Let me check this fucking timestamp because we've been going for a minute. Um, let's see where we're at. This fucking big old slut. Oh, my God. I think we are way over. Oh, hell. Oh, fucking, yeah. Oh, hell. <laughs> oh, hell to kale. Yeah. All, I was like, first... All hail kale, but now I'm like all hail kale. That's a workaholic joke if you've ever seen that. Um, <laughs> this has been the disappointing show. What a fucking note to end it yep. off. Do you want to ask me anything before the show goes on? Do you want to plug anything? Maybe a social media or a Snapchat. So uh, if anybody hears this and they're like, "Ooh, a single man to fuck." Yeah, I'm single, badass as hell. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Dot Turner on Snap. <laughs> and if you fucking want to big old boy who knows how to run a tractor and run you down thick as hell fuck good old mullet boy and then you <laughs> fucking here he is <laughs> this has been the disappointment show I'm glad you come on we'll fucking end it here and this will be the last culture shock for the day please enjoy and because in cushion one we have had Jonathan and you've been you know a shitty little audience I've been DJ disappointment and we are here to tell you to fuck off goodbye John, bullshitting. There is one more uh, Waylon Jennings song because I fucking love you, bub. So please enjoy Honky Tonk Heroes because your heroes and mine are all Honky Tonk Heroes. And even though Hank and a few of them are saying some crazy shit now and a few of them are still dying off, you know, they live in our hearts in their best moments. You know, they're there. So please enjoy Waylon Jennings, Honky Tonk Heroes. After this, we'll be back. Slow down, leaving son. Done did everything that needs done. Woe is me. Why can't I see? I best be leaving well enough alone. Them neon lighting nights couldn't stay out of fights. Keep a heart in me and memories. Well, there's one in every crowd for crying out loud. Why was it always turning out to be me? Where does it go? The good Lord only knows Seems like it was just the other day I was down at Green Gables Hawking them tables And generally below And all my hard-earned pay Piano rolled blues Danced holes in my shoes There weren't 
lovable losers, no account losers, and honky tonk heroes like me. Hey, hey. and I'm not going to get into the whole thing. Listen, John, this next song is because, if anything, throughout this whole episode, we proved that we both could live a very big life of sin. So why not play that song, Life of Sin, by Sturgill Simpson? So please enjoy the next song. John, we're not done yet. There's one last song. Please stick with me after this. Two, three, four. Well, things have been a little complicated. Life has got me down Well, sex is cheap and the talk is overrated And the boys and me still working on the sound Well, a little happiness, a little love was all I wanted Sure as hell thought I'd found it, but I was wrong She left my heart feeling torn and my memories all haunted Was her I have to thank all my songs So every day I'm smoking my brain hazy All I can do to keep from going crazy But the paranoia slowly creeping in Well, I keep drinking myself silly On the way to this hellbilly And I thank God for this here life of sin
Look in the mirror and spy sign of everything All that I've become Level up my medication Some might find Tell me that that's alright It don't bother me Sex is cheap and the talk is overrated And the boys and me still working on the sound I love that ending. Um, this last song, Jonathan, is especially for you just because, like, I know you got a new girlfriend, but no matter what stands in your way or whatever you're doing in life, all I know is John has portrayed himself as a lover. Uh, and a lover, yes, defined as somebody who will take care of your stepkid, but a lover in terms of somebody who's going to give you a big, fat, long dickin' over a long period of time in a sensual way. So why not play Love You Till the Cows Come Home by Billy Joe Shaver as our very last song. It also has a funky beat that'll be a nice out to. Jonathan, I love you, bud. Thanks for coming on the show. Um, every song was tailored to you, so I hope you take the time to listen. And if not, yeah, I guess I guess I'll just try to suck my own dick again. If not, fuck me, right? Uh enjoy your next culture shock and we won't be back after this. Till a cow come home, girl. 